and a deep discipleship relationship with Jesus is absolutely unfounded. Worse is the popular thinking that Jesus may have been married to Mary Magdalene. This, of course, is absolutely false heresy by the Bible's standards. So who was Mary Magdalene? Scripture tells us for certain that Jesus saved Mary from seven demons, Luke 8, verse 2. What those demons were, we aren't told, But once she was free, we know that Mary and a few other women were so devoted to Christ that they helped support his ministry out of their own means, Luke 8, verses 1 through 3. In other words, they were vital to his ministry and the furthering of his message. We also know that Mary stayed with Jesus until the end and was one of the women at the foot of the cross witnessing the horrifying death of their Savior, Matthew 27, verse 56. Mark chapter 15, verses 40 through 41, and John 19, verse 25. In addition, we are told that Mary Magdalene was one of the women who went to the tomb that brilliant Sunday morning to anoint Christ's body with oils. Mark 16, verses 1 through 9. But maybe most telling of all is the account we are given in John 20, verses 1 through 18. On that Resurrection Sunday, when Mary and a few women found the tomb of Jesus empty, the others returned to their homes. Not Mary. Mary stayed outside the empty tomb by herself, weeping. Because I write emotional fiction, this part of Mary's story touches me the most. At one time she belonged completely to the darkness. Jesus saved her, as only God can do, and she became devoted to him for the rest of his days on earth. Devoted in time and financial resources, devoted with her whole heart. When Jesus was killed on a cross, when his body was, Mary assumed, stolen from the tomb, she felt as if her entire world had come undone. She was devastated. Jesus saw that the way he sees us when we are crushed. He had compassion on her because he sent two angels to comfort her. They asked her why she was crying. Because, she said, they have taken my Lord away. I don't know where they have put him. She must have heard something behind her because she turned around and there stood Jesus. The sight was such a shock that at first she didn't recognize him. But when she did, she must have run to him and taken his hands, or maybe she hugged him. Even then, in what might have been their greatest act of friendship, Jesus is clear about who he is, what his purpose is. He said to Mary, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet returned to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am returning to my Father and your Father and to my God and your God. Basically, he told her, Don't hug me because this isn't about us, Instead, go tell the others that I'm doing what I said I would do. Don't get this wrong. Jesus wasn't angry with Mary. He cared enough for her to send the angels and to appear first to her above all the powerful men he might have appeared to. But still, he was clear about his role in her life. He was her Lord, not her lover. Her father, not merely her friend. This is where many struggle today understanding the relationship between Mary and Christ. Divine is a modern-day parable of Mary Magdalene. 
I have taken liberties, as a novelist must do, in finding seven demons or horrors that a person like Mary Magdalene might have been rescued from. In Divine, Mary Madison suffers all types of abuse, among other horrors. There are sections of this book that, though not graphic, will be difficult to read, sections that will put knots in your stomach for what this modern-day Mary suffered. You may not relate to a story about abuse or faithlessness or promiscuity, but as long as the enemy of our souls exists, all of us will suffer abuse in some form, fear, doubt, loneliness, addiction, lifestyle sin. We are all in need of rescue by the only one with the power to do so, Jesus Christ, the Divine One. I bring you a story about a modern-day Mary Magdalene for one reason— Mary's story is our story. I see myself in Mary Magdalene, and I pray you see your...